at JM in the AM. I was laughing because uh, my wonderful guest, Mike Hellman, wanted to know who was singing that song, and I signaled him, if you just wait a second, I'm going to be announcing it on the air. And that, of course, was Benny Friedman. Maisha Hellman is the guest of honor at the uh, OHEL 26th uh, rather annual gala on the 22nd of November, the New York Marriott Marquis on Broadway in New York City. He's co-president of OHEL, respected community leader, as the invitation says, and that doesn't even say enough in terms of how respected and what type of leader he is. Moshe Hellman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you for your achnosas orchim. I guess I'm not an oreach anymore. I'm not a guest. I've been here quite a number of times, but uh, you make everyone feel so comfortable. You know, it's, coming to a studio could sometimes be intimidating. Thank you. Yeah, did you enjoy that uh, that Benny Friedman selection? I did very much. I did. Otherwise, I you did. wouldn't have asked who it was. You, exactly. It piqued your curiosity. Exactly. Yes, it did. For those who don't know, you love Chazanus. You love a good piece, as we say in the world of cantorial music, right? I do, and um, I used to go a lot to Kosovitsky, and um, and I, I do. As a matter of fact, I sit next to Yitzchok Meyer Helfgat every morning at Davening in Borough Park, and I tell him he's such an honor. He's so wonderful. That this is the chief cantor health god, folks, that, it, that you are davening with on a regular weekday morning. He's the greatest chazan that exists today, and uh, he's just phenomenal, and he makes nothing of himself. He's such a nun of, uh, as a matter of fact, if I could uh, tell everyone a little secret, he is going to sing a piece at the Ohel dinner. <sighs> Now that's an attra- that'll get about a hundred reservations right off the bat. <laughs> He's very attractive to people. They like they like uh, hearing him sing. That's for sure. He's just so, a wonderful. Person. So you dive in with him on weekdays. How's his uh, Mizrahi Soda? How does it sound when you're next to him? Does he do it well? He actually. He t- I, I noticed that he tests his voice by really. You're by serious. Suri Yisrael, Kuma Bezras Yisrael. He goes into a very a little stimmer, a high falsetto because I can't do it loud in the shul. The man sits and learns. The man is just, he's unbelievable. He, before davening, after davening, um, really. Do you get into conversations with him about, uh, cantors and what he does, etc.? Not really. We, we speak, we talk, uh, he, he prepares some kind of devoteur for me. I prepare one for him. Um, and, um, we just we schmooze a little bit and, uh, he's just a wonderful person. And you don't feel the need to ask him for any singing advice or anything like that? <laughs> I, I'm almost embarrassed to ask him. He's so good. <laughs> and by the way, fitting because that I ask a question like that because the Ohel dinner traditionally ends with you singing Hamal Chagala. Yeah, we're going to do something, I, I believe, a little different this year. With you as guest with, of honor? What with, can we do? It, well, it'll be with me, but uh, I think uh, it might be together with uh, Yitzhak Meir. Oh, boy. I better give you some tips on making him not dominate. How you can, you know, elbow your way in and make sure people hear your voice, Moshe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an authority on hogging the stage. I can tell you exactly how it's done. Make, yeah, sure, make it, sure he doesn't overtake you. No, he's not a hogger. <laughs> he, he gives Derek Harris to everyone. He's just, he's wonderful. Moshe Hellman is co-president of OHEL for how many years at this point? Uh, 25, 24 years. And I'm on the board. Total, my total involvement in all is 42 years. Yeah, I said four decades. I was yeah, right. It's over yeah. four decades it's over of four service decades. to OHEL. And yeah. and when you when you first walked into the organization, tell us about its size and its mission and its goals because it's a lot different today, isn't it? It's a lot different. It uh, it operated out of a storefront 
on 16th Avenue and 49th Street. Uh, had a home on 58th Street. Actually, Owa was uh, started as a foster care agency. Right. Yeah, people don't even realize that early on they already had a home established. For we people had a, in need. Well, the home on 58th Street was established for those children who were not able to be uh, taken care of by a foster home. Right. Um, imagine a child being taken away from their family um, for various reasons, whether it's abuse, neglect, and. Uh, the child doesn't realize, even though he suffered, uh, he or she suffered, they don't realize, they still want to go back to mommy and, 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 and that's our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to get children back to their mother and father. But those, there are children that just can't go back. There are those, and there are children that, um, are very difficult to take care of. So if we set them up in a foster home and they're going to fail, so here's a, here's failure number two for them. Mm-hmm. And then it could happen to another foster home, failure number three. You can't do that to a child. can't do that to anyone. So we established this home where we could at least work with them to try and help them make it in a foster home and maybe ultimately go back home. Right. And I and this is no secret that uh, there's an OHEL residence where we are, and I've seen, you know, the incredible work they do on a regular basis and, uh, you know, meeting the needs of whatever level everyone's at, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so you described for us what it was like then. If someone asked you today, they stopped down the street and said, okay, what kind of organization is it that you're co-president of, what would you say? Um, it's an organization that developed over the years, not because we were looking for new programs, but because as if you take in a foster child, you the child has other situations that you need to deal with. Right. So you say, well, why should we send this out to an outside organization? Or maybe this is something that if we take care of it, we could do a better job, not because the other organizations don't do a good job, but once it's in our family, it's within the mishpacha. So each one of our programs develop. We have many, many programs. We have, uh, at that time, when I think when I became president, when I became president, uh, we had, I think, 300 employees. Today we have, I believe, 1,300. Um, a hundred, uh, residences. Um, when I, I think we had two, three then, uh, when I first became a board member, which is, uh, 40 years ago. Um, I remember the, uh, story where Reb Shloyme Zalman Auerbach, Zechat Sadik Levrocha, called me, uh, once that there was a child who was, uh, who, uh, uh, he, he was autistic and he also, uh, was, um, was mute and, um, the child didn't have where to go. The mother was going to get married, but she couldn't get married with this child at home. Would I, would I rather for this family and actually Max Wasser, who, sure. whose memory were, right. were paying who, tribute to, right. paying tribute to Max and Rose. Rose doesn't get enough credit when right. she should. Um, it, promised years earlier that, that, or he told Reb Shalom Azama that he'll take care of this child. To cut through a lot of the story, um, the child came to OHEL, came to America, came to our doorstep, and we can't take in a child from Israel. We got special permission to do that. We don't get paid for a child from Israel. We decided that's the least we could do. But the, the child went... He was 12 years old, I believe, at the time. He went on to the fire escape. He opened the gas in the home. And the director of the home says, look, I'm, I'm jeopardizing the entire home mm-hmm. for this one child. Mm-hmm. You could promise Rabbi Shalom Salma from today to tomorrow. But anyway, I decided that 
but I still promised Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, and he's a Godel Ador. He was the Godel Ador. I decided to move into that home. Uh, I took my stuff, my uh, my clothing, and I uh, told my wife, I'm not here tonight. And I stayed there for a number of nights. Wanted to see how we could arrange that this child should not get out. You can't lock the doors. So we couldn't lock him into his room. And we can't lock the fire escape window. That, that, that's, that's dangerous. Right? That's all dangerous. So I put my bed across the door, and I slept there. I remember then I bought him a Pac-Man set. Uh, <laughs> little, those little pack, right. portable little Pac-Man machine. things, not not the iPhone stuff. Right. That the was little machine, way, yeah. The kids know, today wouldn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think uh, uh, they were thinking of iPhones <laughs> in those days. And, um, and and Baruch Hashem, you know, when I was thinking as I'm coming here, weird that you know these are certain things that I I hope that um, will stand in uh, in its chus for me, my mishpach and and Klaus. What kind of memory is that for you? The nights you spent there. Do you look back smiling? Do you look back? I look back smiling. I look back. I I thought I was thinking out of the box. Is that a normal thing to do? <laughs> Obviously not. Is that something for a president of an organization to do? Maybe yes. Maybe it is. I don't know. I I I got a hands-on feel as to what we could do. Through that came out came out. I developed a friendship. Uh, for this child with another child who had no friends and the reason he had no friends he he didn't look very presentable the features you know look Hashem he's Hashem's child but and um, his parents were Holocaust survivors he would talk all about Hitler and and Yimach Shemoy and I developed a friendship between these two guys and they loved each other yeah. And that was my, that, that I could not have seen that if I didn't. If you weren't there. If I weren't there. But I also knew that I can't be there every night. Right. So I asked that boy to go put his bed across the door so that if this child would like, would want to leave and go down, right. uh, he would not, he, he would have to go that. over his right. bed. He couldn't make it. And we put a roll down gate on the stove. Yeah. We put some legal, um, gates on the fire escape window, uh, without a lock, but it was too difficult for this right. young boy to open it up. You know, <sighs> this is, uh, look, these are children, our children, Kalayasroth's children. Uh, the Chazayanish said that, um, these are the children that keep up this world. Yeah. These are tzaddikim. He used to stand up when a child of special right. needs came in. And for those who might ask why you've stayed in this position for so long, that's really the secret. You you feel these are your children, our children, and uh, no reason to shun that responsibility. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And my children feel that way. Uh, um, they 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 can't help but feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> but they but they really feel that way. My wife, of course, it's a certain sacrifice. But Bar Hashem, we I don't regret a moment. They're all coming to the dinner, right? Eh? They're all coming to the dinner. <laughs> November 22nd, you have an opportunity to uh, come pay tribute to all the honorees, and it's an amazing list at the OL 2015 Annual Gala. Today we visit uh, with Maisha Hellman. He's co-president of OHEL, a respected community leader, and he's the guest of honor that night at the New York Marriott Marquis. Information, of course, you can go to the website at uh, ohelfamily.org slash gala or dial 718-972-9338. We'll go back and do a couple of more stories in a minute, but we should point out, as I, as I emphasized in the beginning of this conversation, how different things are today than back then. 
not only are they different and larger, and you mentioned 1,300 people and the incredible effort that's going on, and, and multiple homes. I don't, even, I don't even know if you know the exact number off the cuff of how many homes there are at this point. I don't. It's everywhere, yeah. and which is wonderful. They and are. no signs? No and s- no signs, no indication. No but, the, indication. but many community members and neighborhood people know, and they love it. And we should point out that you've already announced an initiative. This goes back almost a year, I believe. Where OHEL, which has had its facility and continues to grow its, you know, its main headquarters over all these decades, is now embarking on a massive headquarters in Flatbush, Brooklyn, right? Right. Uh, on uh, Avenue M, it's not. A, it's it's the building. People know it as the building on Avenue M. I believe it was NBC Studios right. years ago. Right. Um, it's more towards the uh, the little street called Locust, right. but it's on East. Uh, 13th and 14th streets. Uh, we're doing a lot of renovation there. And oh, you're in there already. You're we're in not in there, no. No, we're, meaning we're, you're, you've started the whole uh, Yeah, we started process. the process. And um, we're doing parking because the, the, that's a big problem in right. Borough Park where we are. Um, we also have many, many satellite uh, offices all right. over Borough Park, Flatbush, and we're paying rent all over the place. So by combining everything together and all in one place, it will um, it will, will save us money. Actually, <laughs> I was just handed a picture of what's happening now at the <laughs> Avenue M facility. Yeah. And let's just say you're making a lot of progress. <laughs> We're making a lot of progress, and Bezrat um, Hashem, at this time next year, we'll be there. Wow! We'll be in there. A year from now. A year from now, we um, you we, could actually be occupying the building. We should be Hashem, occupying the building. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's and we we have thirty three thousand square feet where we are today. And this is going to be in the area. I'm not exactly depending if we do another floor or not, but it's somewhere between sixty and eighty thousand square feet, depending on the if we go for an additional floor. Unbelievable. So, what is this? Is this a dream come true? Is this just a natural next step in this whole process of your forty years? How do you uh, how do you regard this incredible move to uh, Flatbush? Well. Uh, having seen Ohel go from the storefront to a little building on 16th Avenue, corner 45th Street, to the big building that we're in today, diagonally across from where we were, it's amazing. It's amazing, uh, the growth. But and many of the, the employees, many of the staff are still with us all these years. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's... We've tr- met a lot of them over the years. Yeah, and th- that's a judge of the agency, in my opinion. If if you could retain staff, who... I mean, Owell is not Moshe Hellman. Owell is the staff. Owell are the, the caregivers, not... not uh, the board, of course, you know, makes policy. But we take into account uh, the, the staff. The staff are the people that deal directly with the children, with the people in need and they're the most important cog in the entire organization yeah no question about that all right the ohel dinner 46th annual dinner happens on the 22nd of november at the new york marriott marquee maisha hellman is here as we are uh, uh talking about the dinner and one of the things we should mention it, it's i always say this i go to a lot of dinners as you know <laughs> and i always say if you go and i say this publicly this is not you know it's something I say privately to people as a as a secret tip. If you're going to go to one dinner a year, I always point out yours. You leave there completely inspired. Uh, the guest speakers, the videos, look anything that you know anybody who gets up there and accurately portrays what's going on in the organization, you can't help but be inspired. So number one, I need you to help me. I need you to help me remind people that they will be inspired that night. And also, I need you to help me thank people because it is an overwhelming show of support from the community. It's got to be one of the largest dinners in the entire community, you know, each and every year. And, and even with the reputation and the, and the amount of support that you've gotten in past years, it must, 
it must just be you know heartwarming that people come out in the numbers that they do and give as much as they give. It's true, and there are, uh, there's so much work that goes on in the office. And um, Robert Katz, um, who who's just amazing, and and um, uh, Miriam Weiss, and I know I'm leaving out people, Lori. Um, but they lead the team, so they, yeah, they lead nothing the wrong team. with citing and, the leaders. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it, it, you know they're headed by David Mandel, of course. Sure. Um, I could tell you. That when David Mendel was hired, I said, you know, many in Achenu Bnei Yisrael, our Jewish brothers and sisters always like to get to the if they have a little bit of a complaint or they need something, they go straight to the president. Right. Which is, I have no problem with that. <laughs> but what do I do? I'm not a professional uh, person, so what do I do? So I have to go to somebody at OL. So who am I going to go to? I'm going to go to you, David. So before we hired him, I said, suppose I go to you, David. What are you going to do about it? So he says, uh, give them my home number. Give them my cell number. Now, David is, and 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 I'll talk to them. Uh, David is with Ohel over 20 years, right. and he's never failed. It's sometimes you get tired. Do me a favor. Don't give them my, no, never happened. Never happened. He's kept his word from day one. And um, Baruch Hashem, we're, we're lucky to have him. Well, that's for sure. And, um, I think everybody recognizes that. And uh, I, I just wanted to tell you sure. that I'm. I, there's a plaque hanging. We have a home on 41st Street um, uh, off 16th Avenue where there are 36 men who have mental illness, whether it's depression, schizophrenia. And um, the, the, these are people that have gone through really Shiva Madura Gehenna. They've gone through hospital shock treatments years ago and all kinds of 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 stays in hospitals and in mental institutions and they want to be there the door is open you can walk out whenever you want they don't want to walk out they want to be there so uh the the i take people there because some of the other homes you just can't walk in like that right. it's just not fair to the people it may not be fair to those that i walked uh-huh. in on but i felt you know people Oh, you know that I'm coming here, so I'm going to prepare this home real nice right. to make it look good on visiting day. There is no visiting day. I go there at nine o'clock at night with some people. They don't. The count. Nobody in the home knows that I'm about to go there, because I am so sure of how this home is run that I just bring people. And and sometimes I get a little bit of a pushback. Please, you know the guys. And so they decided, you know what, they're not stopping me. So they put up a plaque that's hanging in the, in the, in the, um, in the hallway there where it says, Moish, you're welcome anytime you come. They just decided, you know, and, and they gave in, huh? They gave in. But there are such beautiful people there. Big Tamidi Chachomim are there. Lawyers. People who unfortunately had a breakdown. I, uh, I always refer to these, uh, to the counselors and supervisors and directors in these homes as heroes. I and mean, we, every time this conversation comes up, I say it on the air. And I've seen it up close, and obviously you completely agree. I mean, the I have taken there. many of many of uh, people to this home, and all of a sudden I would see their face turn pale, and we walk out, and I say, "What's the problem?" And he says, "I just recognized my classmate who I hadn't seen in oh. thirty years. I knew that he had some problems. Oh boy! I never knew whatever happened to him, and now I found out what happened to him. I've had that not once or twice." Yeah, a uh, similar story happened to me at a no-held dinner. It's interesting you say yeah. that. Yeah, you wanted to say I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to have a, a uh, um, there's going to be a, a, a sort of a, a, there's an inspiring speech that 
Harvey Cayley, of course, who yeah. uh, who Camp Cayley is named for. As an aside, you must be thrilled with the success of Camp Cayley. Camp Cayley is... Places is, packed and sold out. Places packed, sold out, happy faces. Uh, and the goal is, of course, to... That typical children, children with, with uh, some special needs, right. uh, are together with children that are totally typical. And so much so that a Down syndrome child shared with a uh, uh his the lifeguard and and she befriended her and she says is a great you know, story don't tell I'll, you know i, I i'm not yeah, doing, you'll read it from i'm the not thing. doing justice to it <laughs> I, I i'll read it. It, it a girl once confided in me this this young lady writes don't tell anyone but i have down syndrome <laughs> Camp Cayley had reached its goal. The girl felt so accepted and included that she believed no one even realized <laughs> she was there. How incredible is that? That is, that's it. And this is so much thanks to Harvey and Gloria Cayley. Harvey spoke to the, as he does every year, to the camp, to, to the uh, staff, to, to, to the entire camp. And Harvey, unfortunately, had had some surgery where um, where um, he lost a, a part of his leg, and and he he said, and we'll see it at the video. But I'm just I'm not going to do it justice right. but for the for the purpose of this uh, show. Harvey says, you know, last year when I spoke to you, I was standing on my two feet, and this year, as obviously I'm sitting in a wheelchair, am I different? I'm not different. My mind is the same. Your mind is the same. He was so inspiring. He says, I'm not a different person. I got some challenges to deal with. You guys got some challenges to deal with. We, we're all the same. Whether we're running the marathon or whether we have to limp a little bit, we're all the same. He, the man is a tzaddik. man is a tzaddik. Uh, of course, with Gloria. Yeah. So already we know it will really be an inspiring dinner. Already we know that. <laughs> Maisha Hellman is here. I invite you and everybody to the uh, November 22nd OL Gala at the New York Marriott Marquis. Um, the program, the buffet dinner begins at 5. The program at 6.30. And guest of honor is Maisha Hellman, co-president of OHEL, respected community leader. Among the honorees, uh, Bruce Prince, Tamar Siklik. The Levy family, we met a couple of, I don't know if you know that we met a couple of the uh, members of the Levy family last week here at the radio station. It was I a, know that. A I landmark met event. I met them at, they, they, he lives at, on, That's on the lower correct. Side. He's our, I saw him at the Kalbach Shabbos this past Friday night. Another resident of that home works in, uh, lives, uh, uh live, works at Borough Park Lumber. I went to visit, he had a birthday party last week. I went to visit him in Borough Park Lumber. His father called me up. He said, I went there and I'll tell you, I'm not pushing Borough Park Lumber. I, got, <laughs> I have not? nothing. I have nothing with Borough Park Lumber. I, I don't even think I buy this. But I, 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 they, and I should because they, they are just wonderful. They have a few special needs people working there, and you know they, they do. A job. They make them feel like without them, this company wouldn't exist. They are those guys at Borough Park Lumber. Sadikim. Unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov and Leah Learfield, Dovi and Ricky Janklowitz, and of course you mentioned the memorial tribute, Max and Rose Wasser, he of the OHEL founder and past president. Everyone's invited to attend. Well, Maisha Hellman, we've really uh, done it all. We've invited everybody. We've spoken about the incredible 40-plus years. We talked about the brand-new building. We talked about the success of Camp Cayley. We also guaranteed everybody that it'll be an inspiring dinner. Now's the time for me to ask you about a an encounter or two of the last 40-plus years that will... 
uh, transmit to this audience the feeling it is to lead this organization and to really help change lives? What comes to mind when I ask you about specific episodes that have happened over the last four decades? Um, the the way I became a board member is a whole long story. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I I have tremendous amount of of uh, a feel of awe to those people who founded the organization. It was very difficult to, to get the license. It was very get, difficult. I, mean, I remember board meetings where we passed around the hat so that we can cover payroll. Uh, it's literally, I'm, I'm, you know, Mel Zachter, my co-president, when I accepted, Max Waster asked, asked me to, to become president a year before I became, and I said no, and then it pushed me again. He says, Moshe, I can't, I can't. And I had Rachmanis on really, because he was day and night involved. Uh, so I said, I don't feel confident enough in myself to do this. I would, it would give me a lot of confidence if I did it with someone, Mel Zachter. And, um, he spoke to Mel. Uh, Mel initially said yes, he'll accept to be a co-president. He then, uh, he worked, he was a partner in Loeb and Troper, and he could not be uh, uh, an officer uh-huh. of another non-for-profit uh-huh. organization. So that Mel gave me his word, and I repeated the story because he deserves that I should repeat it, uh, that he'll be my co-president, not on paper, but he'll help in every which way. And in fact, Mel has been my co-president, not on paper, till about four years ago when he retired. And I said, Mel, now is the time to put you on paper. <laughs> now we make it official. Now we make it official. <laughs> but he was unofficially uh, my co-president for years. Um, for all the years. All the years. I'm not great at the numbers, the, the finance of it. And he is. Uh, my, I gravitate to the kids. And... Um, so that to me is, is you know, I feel that I, I think I'm good at, uh, and he's great at, um, at, the, at the numbers and the kids. So let him deal with the numbers and the kids and I'll deal just with the kids. <laughs> um, and, uh, I want to thank my dear friend, uh, Moshe Bertram, um, who is co-chair with, uh, Elaine Schickman, for me co-chair. Uh, Elaine Schickman, of course, they adopted these children. Yeah, we've had them here. They're amazing. Amazing. And then I keep always quote Elaine and Bernie. Elaine <laughs> said to her children, to her adopted children, because she has right. biological children, adopted children. Today, there's no difference. Nobody knows the difference. Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> and, and she says, uh, she told one of her children, all of her children, uh, biological children grow in mommy's tummy. Adopted children grow in mommy's heart. That's Elaine Schickman. And that's how it's just, that's a deacon. You know, we just, they, they become uncovered a, a little bit right. to some people. They don't even want to become a, um, and, um, Moshe Bertram, of course, and, um, uh, uh Jay Kestenbaum, who's just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, and, um, you know, there's, there, all the board, we make decisions together. There's no, you know, I keep saying it. I own nothing. 42 years in Ohel, I have no right to take a pencil. I remember Baruch Handler, one of the founders. He founded it together with uh, Rabbi Rabinowitz, uh, uh, Rabbi Hertz Frankel, who, who, who put a tremendous amount of koiches into the organization. Um, and uh, Baruch Rabinowitz, I remember him putting a dime into the pushka whenever he made a telephone call. In those days, it wasn't unlimited call. Right. As I, would, I didn't know what he was doing. So I went over to him and said, Baruch, what are you doing? So he says, I, I, I can't uh, 
charge the organization. They did. I have to make a call to my wife, so they they, I, they should pay for it. No, and he put in. <laughs> he, I'm sure he's in the lichtiker ganeden. I did, I go, you know, I think back at the people that, it, we, we had meetings where, where the day of the dinner we would call people, listen, we gotta fill the room somewhat. We had 300 people, 400 people, um, please come. We, you know that we never asked parents to come to the dinner. We felt that they have enough on their plate. We didn't want to burden them. We don't, Chastashalom, ask a parent for anything today. We would like them. To, to help us, of course we would. Who, 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 who better than knows what we're doing than they do? But if if they can, we don't even ask. If they can, maybe we do ask. And if they just don't do it, then that's okay. They have a chesh. We, we, you know, um, it, it, we, we try to be sensitive to every person's feelings. And, well, the uh, confidentiality is confidentiality. something that's, We can't talk about You guys are kings at that. Yeah. So then, it was trouble filling a room with 300, and now, basically, there's no room in the room when you have the dinner at a grand ballroom like this. There's just no, I mean, it's, it's packed. That is correct. I'll and with you as guest of honor, forget it. <laughs> the, the development office is going to have quite a challenge the night before trying to seat everybody in that room. Yeah, well, we should have that problem. And, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, and, uh, listen, it, I accepted it this year. Um, I just felt, you know, here I'm asking people to become guests of honor and this, and I'm And not, almost everybody you mentioned has been a guest of honor. Every, almost everybody you mentioned on that list has been, has, Jay, Jay was, if I'm not mistaken, Jay Mel was, certainly. Mel you know. was. So here um, we go. Uh, David wasn't. Right. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I guess we've had the lottery for next year. <laughs> um, but, uh, not really. He, 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 I'll tell you something. He's, he's really, um, day and night. There is no, I get emails from him 4 a.m. I mean, I don't see them at 4 a.m., but when I wake up, I see that, I see the time that he sent it. Um, and, um, they're not about the Yankee or Mets score either, you know. Um, it, uh, Except on rare occasions. Um, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it, uh, listen, it's, uh. Alright, so here we are. As we tied up this conversation, it's 40 years later. I asked you five minutes ago yeah. for some type of uh, episode or something that would symbolize, and you did tell us a couple of great stories, I must say, between that letter and your encounter with staying overnight for many nights in, in the residence 40 years ago. So those are pretty good. Are, is there is there one that uh, would further symbolize how special this has been for you, how incredible an experience all this has been? You know, we, we started an ombudsman program. People who are coming to Ohel are not coming to make a Sheva Brachas to book a Bar Mitzvah. They're coming because they have the most difficult time in their life. They need help. Most likely. They need help. Right. And, and, you know, mental illness is, of course, something that, that, um, it, it, we're, we're, it, Thanks to Ohel, I would say, a lot thanks to Ohel, that we're pushing that people's, the, the busha should go off. Right. I mean, you have enough to deal with, with the illness. You're one of the reasons that the stigma has been lessened like crazy. It's, it's, the stigma, ha- you know, again, I, I, I wouldn't be any different. I am not blaming anyone. Chas mm-hmm. But I think it's time, you know, people think, should do all these things, people are so used to it already that it, it's not even affecting anymore. You right. see wonderful shaduchim happening with families that do have special needs children. It's not Nagaya anymore. It, 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 it's Baruch good. Hashem. Baruch Hashem. That's, that's a, I feel that's a, 
tremendous accomplishment of OHEL, and I'm sure other organizations as well, but OHEL has been pushing it. Uh, you know, one of the, one of these stories, the ombudsman, as I started saying, was developed because I got a call from a Rav. How could you put a Jewish child into St. Mary's Hospital, which is a Catholic home? Now, it happens to be that St. Mary's Hospital is the best hospital, at least was. I'm not, my, my information may not be up to date. Uh, At that time, it was the best hospital for children of special needs. And this child, I don't want to go into the history because the people will maybe start recognizing who or what and the family may be listening. But I just want to, uh, uh, they have kindness. When I explained to this Rov why we did this, that it's for the benefit of of the child, the Rav says, tell me how I can help you. Because I was such a, under such a different impression. And I said, you know what? Don't ask me. Talk to the mother and father of this child. And they, and he did. This Rob did. And the whole story changed. So why did it change? Because the social worker who was involved wasn't at liberty to discuss certain things for confidentiality right. purposes. I felt that if someone comes to me and sort of has tightness, I owe it to that person without jeopardizing confidentiality, but tell him from what he knows that you're, you, you got it wrong. The staff is, people, I said, are coming to Ohel with tremendous tsar. That's for the most part. And it is our obligation, and we do, to relieve that tsar to the best we can. Are we always successful? Of course not. But are we always successful in, in, in effort? Absolutely. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so many rabbis and community leaders have reacted the same way over these four decades. Whatever you need, we see what you're doing and we're ready to help. Must be a great feeling. Like I say, like when the room is filled on Sunday the 22nd, must be a great feeling to know how many people are behind you. It's, it's a great feeling and without the board, we have a wonderful board. The board, I mean, and we really have board meetings. It's not Mel and I who make decisions. We, do we know more than most board members? Of course, because we're involved daily. But, uh, and board members are welcome to be involved daily. And other people are, are welcome to be involved. We, we, we would welcome, uh, You're always recruiting for your board. Unlike some other organizations. Well, we're not really, we're not recruiting. When you see someone who you think can be an important helper, and an important piece to the future of OHEL, you actively we, try to get them involved. We in the encourage board. that, and we would encourage that. We right. still encourage that. We've just recently made some uh, honorary board members, emeritus mm. board members, because our board became too big, and right. we discussed with someone who knows these things. You got to, you got to, uh, you know, those board members who find it difficult to come right. uh, to board meetings. You know, make them so emeritus. they have a role, but not they the same. They have a role, role, but it's not, it's not right. an active role, which is, uh, which is right. fine. Or Which less active, right? Yeah. I, I remember when I was, became a board member, they probably should have put me on emeritus. <laughs> I wasn't active. Straight to the top, huh? <laughs> uh, November 22nd at the New York Marriott Marquis, 5 p.m. for the buffet dinner, 6.30 p.m. for the gala program. Guest of honor is Maisha Hellman, co-president of OHEL, respected community leader. I wish you a mazel tov. We, uh, we again guarantee Emir Tashem with the help of the one above, that you'll be joined by Chazan Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, that night. Yes, Which sir. will be a very interesting uh, duo, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I, I am looking forward. Um, confirm this with him tomorrow morning at Shachar's, please. I confirmed it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have mentioned it <laughs> I now. I'm kidding uh, around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's going to sing one piece, and right. uh, and at the end, uh, 
We're going to do something together. So it'll be a special night. Yes. Mazel tov to you. Thank you, Nochamani. It's an honor for me to have you here and just being able to promote the fact that someone like yourself has been so dedicated for so long. So many people get burnt out so easily in the world of, of, of Jewish organizations, in the world of any organization. It, it's difficult to stay on top of all this for so long. I, uh, I I get burnt out. I do. And uh, what they did, the OL just keeps putting uh, some kind of salve on me, some kind of uh, medicine on me, and, that, and, and the scars go away. But, yeah, you get burnt out. 42 years is a very long time. 25 years, 24 years, president, it's a long time. But, you know, when you look at the people that you've helped, that in itself is very healing. Yeah, there's no question about it. Mazel tov again. Thank, thank you, you for being Thank here. you for being the wonderful host that you are. I appreciate that. dot org slash gala for information about the event. You could also uh, dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. And now, uh, in honor of Maish Hellman, his uh, davening neighbor, Chazen Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott at JM in the AM. Oh, no.
Leo. 